No, I just thought, why well, better brighten up her eyelid right. and her under eyes. So let's just put a bunch of different foundation colors and see if it gets lighter. Um, Did it work? All right, yeah. I can't say that it was a beautiful job. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of ash factor going on. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, I was able to see the color. Yeah. Okay. okay. We yeah. put her in the back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. It'll be fine. Don't put her in the spotlight. <laughs> Quite, right? Hopefully, yeah, she doesn't Shadow have some spot. sort of yeah. solo coming out. It's yeah, good. Exactly. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I, I, watching this commercial like, please don't. Please don't zoom in. <laughs> they never aired My the makeup. show. My makeup. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So okay. That's good. They filmed it, but they never aired the show. <laughs> so that worked out. Um, but anyways, that's, that's actually the moment when I thought, like, wow, I, I really love this, but there's so much I don't know. Yeah. No, it is. It's completely nuts because you've interviewed me several times about things and I've never had the opportunity to be on the opposite side and ask Brandy questions. So this uh-huh. is going to be super fun for me. So I have to dish the dirt. Yes. <laughs> Please do. All right. So we're... <laughs> flowers in the midst of that. We're... <laughs> just dirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're here uh, recording another episode of Make Up Your Life. And uh, that was Kelsey, you heard. Uh, my co-host, myself, I am Matthew. It's the first time I remember to introduce myself. I Congratulations. do that every time. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. uh, and that's... Uh, that is Brandy Myrie uh, piping in there, uh, and Kelsey's going to give her a quick introduction here in a second. But uh, of course, here what we want to do on Make Up Your Life is show you the different paths into makeup, show you that uh, it's never too late is an option, show you it's fine to jump right in right after high school. Uh, but ultimately, n- there there are those paths to getting into makeup, and we have so many different uh, stories. Everybody's story's been different so far as to what they're even doing with makeup, uh, and and Brandy's no different. Brandy Brandy also has a very unique uh, situation going on and something she should be uh, incredibly proud of and that she calls, I mean, you you just, you, she calls it her own. It's its what Brandy's yeah. done so far in her life. And we'll, we'll hear more of that story. But uh, Kelsey, you ready to do uh, our intro here for Brandy? I'm we have some ready. stats to run through. I or? have some stats. Yeah. It's Miss right. Brandy, hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so excited about this. This is great. So, um, we are speaking with Brandy. Brandy has, um, she actually just informed me that she has, um, 13, 14 years in the industry, um, of being a makeup artist and being, um, a business owner too. You Mm -hmm. own your own brow and beauty bar, um, right here in Michigan. And you are part of the original team of, um, a makeup school in Michigan, which is Multimedia Makeup Academy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sounds familiar, right? Right. The, the yeah, one thing we keep talking about every weird. episode. It's super, super weird. Um, how? I guess I'll let you kind of introduce yourself. Also, sure. who are you? What do you do? And how did you get here? Oh man! All right. So my history with makeup honestly actually began in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, my history with art, though, began as a kid. Um, so my dad is a musician. 
And so I grew up with a studio nice. in my basement oh, nice. um, and an art table and a big screen TV where my dad would play video games that has nothing to do with me. <laughs> <laughs> I just was like picturing this face. Yeah. Um, so anyways, I grew up around a lot of really creative people. My grandparents were like artists, they would paint um, and, you know, sing and things like that. My dad had his own groups and all this kinds of stuff. So I knew I wanted to be in an art form when I got older. Um, I did dance, I did acting, um, singing, like pretty much every art form besides drawing. I mm -hmm. can't draw, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, but everything else I did. So when I got in high school, um, I went to a really small private school. Okay. And um, there were, it wasn't like super rigid, okay? Like we weren't walking around and like, I don't know, just full-blown costumes where you only right, see, like, right. your, yeah. your face, like, because your face <laughs> and your ankles kind of regularly in a uniform. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There, there, there's going to be, like, uh, an episodic Hulu show about it, right? It's not, <laughs> right. It <wasn't. laughs> right. It's not going like that. Uh, but anyways, you know, my parents were like, oh, no, you don't really want to wear makeup this young, but I really wanted to cover my skin. Like, I have mm. really terrible skin, and I remember asking my mom, like, Come on, you gotta help me out. Like, yeah. And the only way you can help me out is by letting me wear foundation. And this was in high school. Yeah. Like beginning of high school, like 13, 14 years old? Yeah, I was like 13, 14. Okay. It was like ninth grade. Okay. So maybe eighth grade I okay. started. I went through a K through 12 school, so it's a blur. Oh, yeah. Um, I got you. Oh, anyway, wow. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. You don't transition. Right. So, I mean, you do, but you don't because you're in the right. building. So anyways, I'm like, Mom, like, you got to help me. And I really was, I feel like a lot of young girls go through that. Like, they're struggling with their, you know, looks. And that yeah. ties into their identity. And that was, you know, a big, like, confidence booster for me to be yeah. able to just put makeup on and feel like I looked good. Mm. And so I started doing that. And my mom agreed to that. But then it slowly progressed. And I had a friend that was really into, like, makeup, too. And she was, like, allowed to wear it. Yeah. So yeah. nobody saw my little finger quotes. Right? Yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so she's like, oh, my gosh, look at this sparkly eyeshadow, this liner, and all this stuff. And so slowly but surely, like, we would literally go into the bathroom in between classes and, like, have a full face of makeup on eventually. Wow. And eventually. I actually was so <laughs> wipe it off before I would, like, get in the car because I didn't want oh, my, my, my parents to see um, and then there was just like residue sometimes from the liner smearing. My mom's like, oh, "What do you have on today?" And I'm like, "Oops, <laughs> I was in art class. It's charcoal. My bad." Like, yeah, exactly. That's great. So, like, I I love that that idea of like like this is what a healthy addiction, right? Because you picture yeah, like right? like the burnouts sneaking into the bathrooms in <laughs> right? high school and like <laughs> doing drugs. And everything right? Right? <laughs> like how innocent and adorable is yeah. you would go in there and sneak. That is beautiful. Yeah, so that pretty much was like my whole, I don't know, eighth or ninth grade year, wherever yeah. that falls. Yeah. Um, and then my mom was just like letting me go full force pretty much. So mm -hmm. my friend and I in high school, um, I call her Mikes, but we would always do everyone's makeup for prom and homecoming. Oh, so cool. we were like the go-to crew. She would do yeah. most of the hair and I would do most, most of the makeup, which is cool. ironic because she's a salon owner. I'm a salon owner. It's yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that led me there. Um, that's where my love developed. And then from there, after high school, my grandparents and my parents, they were still like, you know, we know your dad's a musician. And, like, he does that. And he's an entrepreneur from, from the time he was 17. 
Yeah. But they told me that I had to go to college. Mm -hmm. So that was like a non-negotiable in my household. Like, you go to school. Yeah. Yeah. This is not an option. So um, I went to college, and I remember, I still have to this day, uh, my ACT that's the test that we took back then. I don't know yeah. what it is now. Oh, yeah, that's what ACT. I took. Yeah. Okay, because SAT people take now, too. Yeah, I, I think, think that's outside of... of Michigan. Where, at least when I was in high school, it was like yeah. SAT if you want to leave Michigan. It was yeah. ACT was staying in-state. Oh. We took both for ours. And then I think they actually just got rid of the ACT in general as of recent I think, years. Yeah. And yeah, everything is... SAT now, that's, I think. Yeah, that sounds right. I don't know. Regardless, yeah, I don't even anyway. know the difference. I know the different letters, we, but yeah. other than that, you we still need have to it. settle this before this episode ends. <laughs> this is the most important thing to get out of this. To Google <laughs> so you still have your ACT, SAT? Yeah, so I actually have the form that I filled out that said, because they asked you, like, what industry you're interested in going into. Yeah. So I was curious one time and I dug it up and I looked at it and it said, I wanted to go into musical theater, yeah. uh, television broadcast, okay. like news, yeah. or education. So I landed in education. I ended up choosing, you know what? I'll be a teacher. I think I'm just naturally good at this. I love helping people. Mm-hmm. So that's what I decided. I had some teachers in my family, too. Um, so I went through college. It took me six years to graduate, uh, which is kind of wild. But I'm going to be honest. I was one of those people like, I am not going to school in the summer. Like, I'm yeah. going to have fun. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to get done in the normal four years. Like, yeah. Just, yeah. I'm going to do my thing. Oh, and that's also, totally fine. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean. Really understandable. We were running through our list of schools that we attended ourselves. So I think. <laughs> I think like, that's. I've been at four different schools. Yeah. Yikes. Like, um, live, that's not live, a bad thing. Live life when you're young. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Exactly. I agree. You don't know what you're doing at that time. You know, you just kind of yeah. go with it. Yeah. Absolutely. So, that was my thing. Um, so, yeah, I did that. And ironically enough, when I came out of high school, I created these business cards. My dad helped me. And I was Be Beautiful by Brandy. Okay? Oh. So cute. Yeah. It's not that was there, a bu- was there a bumblebee as a logo? No, but there was a butterfly. Oh. So, at the time, my main name was Bell. So, it was like the two Bs. Oh, you know, wow. Brandy, Bell, and oh, it was a beautiful cute. butterfly. That is cute. And I just thought about people emerging into their beauty and all this stuff. So, and how so, old are you at this point when you have the Be Beautiful by Brandy? So, I started that um, right, like, after high school. So, okay. I was like... Oh, wow. 18 or 19. I just thought, you know what? I really love makeup. People kind of asked me to do their makeup. Remember, I had been doing it for my friends for their proms and homecomings. Right. And so I thought, I had a couple people ask me, like, hey, could you do my makeup for this or that or, like, for my wedding? Yeah. I was like, I should probably have a card. (laughs) You should probably make me something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was just bold like that, despite not having any real education or anything. I don't know. You just just went for it. I just went for it. Oh, okay. I just felt like, I know I'm really good with people. I know I really love makeup. I'm, like, color. Yeah. <laughs> and let's just do it. So I made cards. I was like, I, I would be 18. super, yeah, that's, I'd be Props through the roof with that. Yeah, yeah, I'd be so proud of that. So you, I, so you made these business cards and you're freelancing, kind of? Like, are you making money while doing this when you're out of high school and in college? In the beginning, not really. Like, I I felt bad charging, like, my friends and my family. You know what I mean? It was just like, you're my friend. Like, I'm not going to charge anything. Yeah. You're my (laughs) relative. My mom, I would 
ever charged to this day. Yeah. Um, that's, that's like, it's like baseline. I will never, I'm right with you. I will never charge my mother. So, so yeah. So I guess you could say I was sort of freelancing, sort of just like pro bonoing it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I did some really fun things. Like people would ask me again to do their weddings and such. I remember my friend, this is a very distinct memory. By this point I was probably 20. Mm -hmm. She said to me, Brandy, get over here. I know you do makeup. They're doing this like pilot TV show. Um, and you just need to get here because they need a makeup artist. And I was like, okay. It was like for wow. a mega church in Detroit. Okay. And they were going to do a pilot TV show about like the big churches like in Detroit. So I went wow. and I was supposed to do makeup on the choir members. So there were a <laughs> lot of people there. I grabbed my caboodle. <laughs> Fun fact. Tell oh, my age. Oh my God. Um, so I had my caboodle. <laughs> I threw it in the backseat. I was just like, let's roll. You know, I didn't know if I was going to get paid or anything. I didn't yeah. care. I just thought, I need this experience. It'll yeah. be fun. Yeah. So I went, that was a very defining moment for me with makeup because there was a woman there and she was an African-American woman and the circles under her eyes were literally like black. Mm. And I had no skills besides what I learned on my own, no yeah. training. So I thought to myself, how in the world am I going to brighten this lady's like under eyes? And it was on her eyelids too. And I'm like, yeah. eyeshadow's not even going to show up. Like, this is crazy. <laughs> So that was a really, I'm serious. Yeah. It was just wild. So it was a really defining moment because I had no idea what I was doing. Mm -hmm. And I just remember like, pray to sweet baby Jesus. <laughs> you know, um, Luckily you were in please the church. Up, please work yeah. out, please work out. Yeah. Right? I was obviously in the right exactly. place. Uh, so I was just like, you gotta like help me figure this out. <laughs> I love that. foundation on it and threw some eyeshadows and was like you know I just thought well I better brighten up her eyelid right. and her under eyes so let's just put a bunch of different foundation colors and see if it gets lighter um did it work right yeah I can't say that it was a beautiful job <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of ash factor going on yeah but yeah. I mean I was able to see the color yeah okay, okay. we yeah. put her in the back yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, exactly. Be fine. Don't put her in the spotlight. It's, you know, it's a choir, Hopefully, right? yeah, she doesn't have some sort of solo yeah. coming out. It's yeah, good. exactly. Yeah, he's watching this commercial. Like, please don't, please don't zoom in. <laughs> well, they never aired My the makeup. show. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So okay, it's good. They filmed it, but they never aired the spot. <laughs> so that worked out. Um, but anyways, that's that's actually the moment when I thought, like, wow, I I really love this, but there's so much I don't know. Yeah. Hey everybody, this is Matt from Make Up Your Life. I'm here to tell you about Multimedia Makeup Academy, the premier makeup school that prides itself on being number one in makeup practices and standards. If you're interested in starting a career that boasts an average salary of 75000 has a completely flexible working schedule, and will help you find that connection between doing what you love and making a little bit of money, the text TOUR, T-O-U-R, to 248-595-7967 or head to mma-makeupacademy.com. You know, it was like, that, that, was, that was a pivotal moment for me. So um, after that, I actually, now remember, I'm in college this whole time. Right. Um, so I'm doing these random things, kind of making money, kind of not. Mm-hmm. But after that moment, I decided that I really needed to seek out, like, training. So I actually bought, like, a $500 ticket to go to L.A. Okay. Because I found out about something called The Makeup Show. Mm -hmm. And it was a trade show for makeup artists uh, that was really new at the time. Um, and they had classes there. So I'm like, 
okay. Yeah. Well, and this here is we a, go. This is a convention, you said? Yeah, so it was a convention okay. um, where you have vendors that sell product, um, but a really big thing they were pumping were these, like, celebrity uh, artist classes. Like, yeah. come learn from a top artist in the industry, whether it was fashion or commercial media yeah. or yeah. whatever. And okay. so I, I did some research, you know, online to find it, and I just thought, yeah, this is actually where I need to go. So I bought the yeah. ticket. I literally went by myself. Um, because I was so hungry to know more. I was just like, I gotta know more about this. That's a really bold move as like a 20 year old being like, I'm going to go to LA and learn and then come back home and it'll be okay. It can't be. That's that's huge. To think you were in the middle of your education too. Yeah. You're in class. You're going to be there for six years. Like you said. And and like, (laughs) (laughs) it was like, what can I do in my summers? Learn more about me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what, what you did then? Yeah. You went to classes during the traditional school year, and then during the summer you would go and learn about makeup? Well, not every summer, but that okay. summer I did. Okay. Yeah. So okay. it was it was pretty crazy, like the experience. Um, I, so I didn't go to a traditional school. For me, it was like a series of all these classes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then I was fortunate enough following that to have a mentor. So it was kind of an untraditional yeah. uh, way of getting educated. But I remember it changed my life. Like when I went mm-hmm. to these classes by myself, I knew no one. It was kind of scary. It was overwhelming. But it was overwhelming in a good way because I remember walking into the convention and seeing all this makeup everywhere and all these artists. And I was just like, where are these people back? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'm awesome. Yeah. I'm home. <laughs> Exactly how I felt. But then I was like, do I have enough money? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh no, I'm 20 years old. <laughs> I'm yeah, right. so poor. That's where I'm at right now. I'm like, I need to go to all these conventions. I need to like do things in network. And I'm like, oh, and I have no money. But <laughs> right. so, so, so how did you make that work? So I just, uh, when I went there, the, the way the classes were set up, it was like in a weekend. Yeah, so these are like accelerated classes. You go in, you learn from these artists. I met some really great artists. And one opportunity that I, I kind of regret, I could say. Um, so I met an, a high fashion artist uh, in one of the courses I took. And um, I use this example, actually, to help mentor people. But after the class, he was amazing. Okay? This guy was an awesome artist. Yeah. And at the end, I just remember thinking, like, I better stick around. Like, there's probably something more here that yeah. I could take advantage of. And so, anyways, I stayed after everyone else left. I couldn't understand that. Like, why would you leave? You have someone in front of you that's like where you want to be. Yeah. So you don't want to talk to them? Like, you just go to the class and then you go? I could not understand that. So I stayed and I just chatted with him and I was just like, you know, I'm like a brand new artist. Like, I really don't know what I'm doing. I came here to learn. I'm super eager and I'm just looking for opportunities. And I know you said during the class that, like, you go to Fashion Week every year and Mm -hmm. I would love to, like, assist you or shadow you or do something. And he goes, yeah. And I was like, Sweet. Yeah. yeah. It was that yes, Okay. Really. So I was super pumped about that. And yeah. um, I followed up with it. He's like, just send me an email. Like, I'm not sure if I'm going this year. Um, I have some other things going on, but send me an email. Follow up with me. Here's my info. So I did follow up with him. He didn't go that year. And he okay. definitely told me, like, I needed to pay my way to get there and all that. But the experience would be invaluable. So I was totally willing to do that. Spend the money. Mm-hmm. Fly. Whatever I needed to do. Yeah. Um, and then I followed up again with him and he had like a bridal party to do like in another country or something i don't remember but he couldn't go because he had a client that he was committed to somewhere elsewhere 
And after that, I kind of like lost faith, you know, so I just yeah. stopped communicating with him. That's reasonable. So, okay. I felt like I didn't want to stalk him, but I kind of wish I did. Okay. You know? um, yeah. I don't regret where I am right now. Yeah. I think it was all for a purpose, but uh, I would encourage anyone in that position now yeah. to just keep Stick pursuing to it until you get it. Yeah. So absolutely. I don't think that was my path, um, yeah. but it, it was it was pretty cool. So, so what, uh, yeah, let's continue down that path, though. So we're still yeah. in school. That didn't work out. Um, right. But, like, what are what are those next steps? And and I, I do want to know, too, like, what were you thinking while you're, you are going to school? You're still on this education track, right? Still to become on the a teacher? education track to become a teacher. I was in and out with that. So yeah. while I was in school, it was good that I had makeup because it, like, kept me moving. I mean, I've... I actually like school. Yeah. <laughs> I like yeah. learning. So I didn't mind that part of it. And I love connecting with people. So that was good. Um, and I knew that I, I was still very passionate about helping people and teaching people. Mm. Teaching kids math and science, not so much. So I tuned out in those classes. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. um, I was an elementary education major. But okay. Um, anyways, I continued with that. I finished school. And I was building a business kind of all along the way. Mm. To the best of my ability, I didn't really have business. Right when you and when you've got the time. Right and when I had the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I was definitely making progress with bridal clientele. Um, and I graduated school and became a teacher. And so I became a third grade school teacher, teaching um, math and science and English yeah. and all that. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. all the subjects, <laughs> uh, all the things. And so you know, it was it was an accomplishment, right? Yeah, um, definitely. It was fine. It was really hard. My first year as a teacher sucked. Uh, It was a lot of work, a lot of things I didn't expect I was going to have to do. And it was less about helping people and teaching and more about like the three P's, I call it the paperwork, the politics, and the parents. Uh, And those three things Bureaucracy. Just Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't blame you at all. (laughs) Sorry to call you parents out there. (laughs) You're fine. I, I buried parents in the last episode, yeah, so no, this we're is good. fine. We're going on a, oh, apparently we've got a theme. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They've already tuned out. six feet deep, we're like, <laughs> yeah, we're still digging. Um, we're dead. Yeah. yeah, 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 we're dead. Yeah, so. I can tell a whole, we can do a whole other podcast if you want about that later. Like the well, let's, I mean, we could, we could ice up this cake a little bit, yeah, right? Because, yeah. because what, what sure. we're really talking about are, you know, there's, we want to talk to the people that, that are thinking of this stuff in the right way. And like my issue where I, I was bringing up, sometimes parents are upset with different things because they actually are, are putting the onus on someone else instead of themselves. Mm-hmm. So when you talk about bad parents or uh, difficult parents to deal with while you're a teacher, that's that's the same kind of thing. It's the parent that's thinking that instead of them helping their child grow, that that's your responsibility. So I think we're still in the same exact realm here. And if anything, yeah. maybe we can open some eyes because I like Absolutely. there's got to be that support from top to bottom 100%. from, you know, and, and we're we're coming from we're inside Multimedia Makeup Academy while we're talking. Uh, so we're, we're so close to what, you know, the education system uh, is doing for, for kids nowadays. But yeah. regardless of what we can offer, everybody needs support somewhere. Right. And that support starts from the second they bloop, pop right out. So yeah. if anything, I 
Yeah. Just... That's how it happens. Exactly. Oh, I watched it happen. It's terrifying. <laughs> Congratulations on being a father, Matt. Yeah, <laughs> Yay! For those who don't know, Matt just had a baby. It's very exciting. So now, Matt have I brought had it up? Baby. Yeah. Have I brought it up every episode now? Is that? <laughs> that a thing? Uh, yeah, that's the other so, thing. Yeah. Exciting though. You're right. You're right. But yeah, I think that's important the support. And, you know, that was something that. If I go back to when I made the decision to actually leave my teaching job and become a makeup artist, um, the support from my parents was, I felt, in the middle. Like, okay. you know, they, they were like, okay, really? Like, you sure you want to throw that away? Like, that yeah. education? But I didn't throw it away. Like, right. Which I'll talk about because I was an instructor at uh, Multimedia Makeup Academy. But, um you know, I had that. I had someone tell me, you know, teaching is such an honorable profession. And I remember thinking in my head, like, oh, shoot, like, is this the wrong choice? Like, yeah. yeah. But but I really knew in my heart, I have been connected to all these arts for so long. And, and makeup was a way for me to still help people, help them look good, feel good. Um, and I loved teaching, too. And so I just knew it was the right choice for me to transition out of the regular teaching environment. And I yeah. actually went into teaching makeup. And doing makeup as a full-time artist so yeah. um support is super important i think i had a little bit of both my dad was yeah. like yeah like do your passion you know yeah and my mom was like are you sure you want to give up those six years of training <laughs> yeah. and all that money or what so i think support is a definitely um a big part of it but at the end of the day it's your choice yeah like i feel like it's your life um, you've got to bet on yourself you have to bet on yourself and you have to take some risk i took a risk like I, I let my teaching certificate lapse i actually did not give myself a plan b that was very important to me mm. like i'm not going to have a second option because i'm going to make this work yeah i'm going to become an artist yeah. i'm going to take the chance on myself to do something i love because i don't want to have a waste of a life doing something that i don't love right how did that feel transitioning from traditional teaching to teaching makeup i mean I, I can see the parallels, but mm -hmm. for people listening that don't know anything about makeup, or maybe they know a little bit about makeup, but not necessarily makeup school, what's, what is that defining factor that changes when you switch from traditional teaching to teaching or instructing makeup? Yeah, so for me, it was great because it was a merger of my two loves. I was mm -hmm. already, by this point, I had graduated high school. I had had six years doing makeup. Mm -hmm. Seven years, I think, at this point, or almost eight when I started the school. Can't even remember. <laughs> uh, anyways, I had had so much time, like, knowing what it takes to build my own business. You know, I was doing my own consultation forms and contracts and website and all that. So I understood what it meant to become an artist. Okay. Like, starting with really nothing. Yeah. Okay. Um, and going through an education process and all of that. Uh, but I also think that the fundamentals of education and teaching in general are the same. Like being mm -hmm. able to meet people where they are, teach anyone at any level. Those are things that I learned in school, Yeah, you know, uh, in traditional university setting. And then I applied my skills and my experience as an artist to that. Mm -hmm. um, so it was really kind of a great marriage and a really easy transition because I yeah. knew what it felt like when I started teaching my makeup students, mm -hmm. what it felt like to start, what it felt like to be in a classroom setting where you yeah. know one, um, right. and you know, you're learning a new skill and this might even be a risky thing that you just decided to do, mm -hmm. uh, that you feel passionate about. So I knew that. And then I also knew the classroom setting, how it should look, you know, with being able to meet the needs of all the students. Mm -hmm. 
and uh, support them however you can. So yeah, it was a really, really easy transition. Was, I guess, I'm trying to think how to phrase this. Um, your first day in the classroom teaching mm-hmm. at MMA, mm-hmm. what, what did that feel like, I guess? Like, Ooh. the difference between teaching traditional and teaching makeup. It, like, it's your first day on the job, and you mm-hmm. have students in front of you, and you're like, well, here we go. Like, what is what does yeah. that feel like? Uh, it felt like joy. Yeah, it was so exciting. It was refreshing. It's like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I, I'm like where I'm supposed to be. Yeah, it, it it was scary a little bit, you know, yeah. just because it's like, all right, like I need them to be successful at the end of this. Yeah, but I knew I was uh, capable of doing that, and mm-hmm. so when we started the school, I mean, I I started with Multimedia Makeup Academy before we even opened our doors. Um, And that's an incredible journey for another time. But (laughs) it was like, you know, we were prepared for that. We had done the training. We prepped for the students and everything. So when I got to that moment of actually teaching, it's like, wow. I kind of feel like I'm going to get emotional. Yeah. Uh, That's okay. Yeah. (laughs) It's well, a, I, I well, mean, it's a defining moment in your life, you know? It was know? a huge transition for me because I, you know, was super stressed by my job. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like for anyone that, you know, experiences job frustration, when you can pursue something you're passionate about, like, there's nothing like that feeling. Yeah. Um, so for me, being able to help other people do that, was the greatest joy in teaching. You know, it became less about makeup and more about helping people achieve, you know, their their greatest dreams in the makeup industry. I'm so, about to hand you, like, yeah. a tissue, but we don't have any. We weren't prepared. <laughs> I ugly well, cry, so it's a good thing that this no, is No, you podcast. don't. This is, this is a, like, I want to ask you follow-ups to that, but then I'm like, oh. no, no, I'm just going to push her deeper down the tier well. Yeah, I know, right? It's okay, it's okay. It's okay. But yeah, like so. you, you get like the fulfillment of this is, is is amazing because you do get that success of yourself. Like you get to uh, you bet on yourself and yeah. you're seeing it pay off. But then everything that pays off for you betting on yourself has affected. I mean, we go through you and I work together the most. Yeah. We go through a list that right now totals and it's well over that because I don't I don't have a list that that goes back to every student, but it's well over 300 people right now. So yeah. because of your successes in your life, just over the last couple of years, it's been 300 people that you've helped like yeah. push into into becoming the next Brandy or finding themselves. And that honestly is is one of the most incredible things you can do. At, you know what? That's one of the most incredible things you can do as a human on this earth is to focus your passion around doing, you know, exactly what you're doing for yourself and doing it for other people. Yeah. I completely agree. It's a, yeah, it's a huge honor and definitely like my calling in life, Mm -hmm. you know? And I feel like for some people makeup is like, I, I always think makeup for me is, has been more than a career. It's, it's like a, uh, it's a change of life, yeah. you know? So for so many people, I think if you can pursue something you're passionate about, you can change your whole life. And for me to be able to do that for my own self and also for others is pretty, pretty cool. I mean, I joked about it in the last podcast, but, uh, or the last episode, 
And I was like, here I am doing the marketing for MMA. Yeah. And what did I decide to start doing so yeah. that it's like, you know, mi- mixing what what you know, you know, yeah. what, do you, what do you know how to do? Mm-hmm. What are you passionate about? So what are we doing now? We're recording episodes of podcasts. Yeah. As part, you know, I was like, hey, now it's part of my job. So now we have to do it. Yes. (laughs) But, um, I mean, yours is way more noble than mine. I've jumped pretty deep into the selfish side of things, but. um, Way more noble than mine, too. I'm like, I like makeup and I like to talk. So I'm just going to join Matt on this one. We do have three people in here that, yeah, that are like very much talk. on board with yes. talking. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. So, um, yeah. You, go for it. Yeah, so you taught, can you tell me how many years or how long you taught mm-hmm. at Multimedia Makeup Academy? Yes. So I was an instructor for six and like a half years. Okay. And then um, what caused you to change because you said you did teach. Mm-hmm. So, I guess, what do you do now? You mm-hmm. you are still at Multimedia Makeup Academy. Yes, correct. What do you do now instead of teaching? Or are you still teaching, but in a different aspect? Can you tell me about that? Yeah, so um, I made the transition out of teaching because I think you're kind of hearing this from me. You know, ultimately, makeup has is, is been a vehicle for me. Yeah. But when it relates to, like, ul- my ultimate purpose... What I love most within the beauty industry is helping people um, achieve their goals and actually reach their fullest potential Mm -hmm. as a makeup artist. So I moved into the sector and I actually developed this sector of the school, which is the like career placement and services. So it was about at first like, oh, yeah, we want people to come and learn. But then it was, you know, when we first started the school, I mean, it it was like there was no blueprint for this. We created it. So, of course, the next um, step after finishing your education is, okay, what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, you know, yeah. helped start and really developed that part of our business to make sure that students had the opportunities that they needed to uh, work in the field, get experience in the field, things like that. Mm-hmm. So after my stint in teaching for those uh, six and a half years, I moved into doing that. Um, and I really consider myself the bookends person is what I like to call myself at MMA. So I help people with the start. I'm in the admissions process, you know, really helping people see what they can do. What can I learn? Uh, what does the future look like for me? This is something I'm interested in, but I really can't see the vision. So I do that in my admissions role, but then I also help them once they're done. So mm-hmm. with career counseling and placement opportunities, uh, that's those are my two primary uh, jobs here at the school. Absolutely. I just like this idea that, you know, you, you took that that passion and now it's now it's about growing it for everybody else like uh the industry needs to keep growing we've been talking in the last couple episodes about how how much this industry is growing and and nicole uh was nice enough to tell us uh how rough it is (laughs) she she's she's the pat of butter and there's way too much bread so she can't spread herself and she's spreading herself (laughs) thin so we we need to start building up you know especially in the michigan area how many makeup artists are are out there and available and i I just like we call this this podcast make up your life Mm -hmm. and how many times have i i've I've done this three episodes now (laughs) uh but kind of wrapping in like what's that idea i mean you're you're still fully involved in makeup Mm -hmm. but then you've made this pivot to not only grow, like you know, like not just do makeup for yourself, but but growing 
growing that industry just because of every student you bring through admissions is that next potentially superstar artist, but Absolutely. just the next person to, to, to help out Nicole. <laughs> How about Nicole filling out job, yeah. you know, yeah, really. that exactly. are out there. Yeah. But uh, it's just, you know, honestly, it, it really is. It's fascinating to keep learning about this stuff and keep hearing everybody's story. Yeah. Uh, but talking about, so this is my, my long-winded transition, uh, <laughs> talking about where you're, you're putting in your efforts to help build up this industry. Mm-hmm. What do you what do you see going on in the next five years for for makeup and and like uh, we've talked about uh, already, um, I just mentioned a second ago. I mean, this is an industry that's growing. The jobs are growing. The amount of people that are in the industry is growing. The amount of money that's going into this is growing. Uh, but what do you what do you see and what what would you like to see? Yeah, so it's interesting that you asked me this because I just listened to. Perfect. Makeup by Mario's uh, speech. He accepted an award for the American uh, influencer. Yeah. And what I thought was really interesting is number one, I, I didn't do the research on this yet, but the American influencer awards, I don't even know how long that's been around. Uh, it seems like it's fairly new. Uh, like you have Academy Awards for makeup artists, but that really is mostly like in film. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I find it fascinating that there's an American Influencer Award, and he talked about in his speech that, you know, his relationship with Kim Kardashian not only facilitated his presence as an artist, he specifically stated that, you know, my relationship with Kim and because of her platform allowed me to become a recognized makeup artist, where makeup artists mm-hmm. weren't really spotlighted like that in times past outside of like the film industry yeah right? so we're talking about beauty artists that work on celebrities or work maybe doing commercial work and things like that behind the scenes uh for beauty needs and so i found that really interesting because he's right that was a very pivotal moment in the industry when kim started she actually asked him could she film or take photos of him doing her makeup on set and he told her yes and then as she posted it things started to go viral and people were like oh who's her artist now they have a whole collaboration together so i think you know those two were pioneers for makeup artists in general to start to get more acknowledgement and a bigger voice um, and not just being in the background. And it doesn't mean that every artist needs to become a Mario or a celebrity. Right. No, it just not means at all. There was a greater recognition right. for the fact that there are makeup artists everywhere working on people behind the scenes, and you don't get to always see that. Yeah. So you just see the finished look on the red carpet or on the screen or whatever, and you just think, wow, they look great. And then click to the next thing. You don't think, you know, somebody put in so much time to, you know, do research and you know yeah look up things and all this sort of stuff in the application time right people usually don't think about that unless you're you are a makeup artist or you work in the industry exactly so, so i think it's shed a lot of light on the industry and the the viability for people that don't believe all that you can become as a makeup artist yeah um and i also think that this is the age of the entrepreneur like a small business is taking over the world. So artists that want to create their own brands, whether it be themselves, you know, yeah. on a social channel, mm-hmm. whether it just be their own brand as a bridal artist, like you promoting yourself as a brand, mm-hmm. that's what our world is like riding on right now. Um, even in the global cosmetic industry with like retail makeup, all the big companies like the L'Oreal's and all this, they're snatching up all the mm-hmm. indie brands. That's yeah. actually who they care about more than anything right now. Um, so there's a, there's like kind of a, I don't know, a shift, like a 180 shift with, you know, the smaller guy 
so to speak. And yeah. that includes artists of all sorts. Well, I like I, I like the point that you brought up of, um, you know, uh, and, and to preface it the way you did, not not everybody is going to become a celebrity. But being a celebrity is the definition of it has, has totally changed or who can become a celebrity. Right. Um, and then to go to the end of like him being uh, that being at the influencer awards, which um, honestly, that's news to me. I did not know the influencer awards existed, mm-hmm. but uh, like, think about this guy now is is bringing to light these, you know, the folks that are that are behind, uh, you know, the 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 Kim Kardashians, mm-hmm. and and like you were you were stating, like how much effort and time goes into creating that art, yeah. Yeah, and absolutely. I mean, we come back to to what you've done so far, and like and and. and being an influencer probably you know more in like this micro sense in, in the michigan area but uh that that really is like the eye-opener side of of this industry changing is mm-hmm. is like you're not you're not searching for the person who has the nice makeup you're searching for the person who did, did the nice makeup absolutely that's it. that is it's pretty am- incredible that's amazing insight for like where this whole this whole industry is yeah. going and really it's it's like a microcosm of like everything in the world is is getting this facelift right yeah. or um or like you're getting a look under the hood yeah. for for everything that's done i mean there's I, I try to look up how I'm gonna, you know, do these connections for like cameras and microphones and stuff. And there's a hundred videos, you know, in every sort of platform showing you mm-hmm. somebody just taking apart the microphone to show you what's on the inside. And it's got a million views. Why? I don't know. People but know. <laughs> it's 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 out there, and and yeah. it's I, I think that's important to say. Like uh, this this age of of the entrepreneur. Putting that blanket statement of it, I think, is okay because yeah. it is out there, it and is. you just gotta go. You gotta yeah. go grab it. Yeah. And even if you're not the entrepreneur, because not all makeup artists want to do that, right? Or yeah. Even think they possess the ability and the the business sense to to pursue that. But you can be an entrepreneur. Uh, I'm sorry, hired by an entrepreneur. So, yeah. for example, I, I own a salon, which you mentioned earlier, Kelsey, mm-hmm. and I have the opportunity and the privilege of being able to hire people to work for me Yeah, that are makeup artists. So, mm-hmm. you know, even with it being the age of the entrepreneur, that doesn't mean everybody's going to be an entrepreneur either. Right. But it doesn't mean that you can't get hired by them because people are building really incredible brands, even locally right here in Michigan. You have all these different bridal companies and, yep. you know, um, just makeup like beauty bars and things like that that need mm-hmm. makeup artists and so you know that could be you where yeah. where you don't have to run the business but you can do your thing and like yeah, make up and love what you do yeah. and enjoy coming to work and being around other creative people and you know that was all created by somebody else who's pioneering in the industry yeah. so which i think is a great transition into your salon Vinny and june how how did Vinny and june come to be where where yeah. did that fit into your career so this is a funny story. Um, so Devon, who owns the Makeup Academy, started Vinny and June in the midst of us having the school. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was kind of an ode to her uh, her grandparents. That's what it's named after. Mm. Um, and it was also inside of the school um, with, you know, the opportunity for students to be able to work for the salon. Really? Um, yes. That's I didn't how know it that. actually started. Uh, and then we moved it out. 
uh, because we needed more space yeah. for all the students. Right. And so this was be, in the old building that old building. you guys had. Okay. You got it. Um, and so it was inside of there, and then we moved it out to a storefront and thought, you know, this has huge potential. It could really grow into something great, and we need room for our students, so it's kind of got to go. Yeah. Uh, but we didn't get rid of it completely. And so uh, that's how the salon started, and then I actually bought the salon from Devon, um, to continue to progress the salon further so that she could focus solely on the school. And for me, it was great because it really went hand in hand with what I do at the school, being able to cultivate and develop students and, you know, teach them about opportunities for their career. And then of course, offer them placement at the end of the day. And you offer placement now for, um, students and alumni to work at your beauty bar, don't you? Absolutely. Everyone with the exception of one has attended the academy. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's phenomenal. Every single one. And that really, that really stands out to me that you are making an impact yeah. in not only the multimedia makeup academy community, but also you're taking MMA students and putting them into a real world with a real job with somebody that knows what they're doing. And I think that that's huge. And yeah. that's something that I hope that you celebrate for yourself. So it's a big deal. That's sweet. Thank yeah, you. You're welcome. Yeah. No, it's, it, it's a lot of fun, and I believe in what we do. Mm-hmm. So I, I really um, I value having the, the students that we have come through the school work for me. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we're definitely hitting the... Uh... <laughs> Our end, right? <laughs> yeah, right. We've been going uh, yeah. for a while. No, no. So uh, what I want to do is, is give you an opportunity to... Mm-hmm. to sh- I don't know, I guess, give your, your final words, sure. and then uh, how can we a find... Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then how can we find you online? Sure. So, um, final words. That's kind of I hard. actually, I have a, I'll ask what? you a question okay. for your final words to make yeah. it a little bit easier. Yeah. Sure. Um, and I do have this written down, but um, something that you have told me... Um, for listeners Ooh. that are what? tuning in. Oh, for, man, yeah, I, like yeah, I know. Oh, here comes for, the part. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's good. It's good. Um, so if you're listening to this for the first time, um, I am a former alumni from Multimedia Makeup Academy. So I've um, had a lot of contact with Brandy, and we've discussed a lot of things together. But something that you've told me that's really, really stuck with me is you put in or you get out of your education, what you put into it, you put, you put in what you get out of it, or, you know, that saying. And, mm-hmm. um, so I guess, what does that look like to you and just a business aspect in general? What would you suggest somebody doing if they want to make the most out of their career? What does that look like? Yeah, that is something I say all the time. What you put in is what you get out. And I truly yeah. believe that whether that's your energy, whether that's your effort, it could be a lot of different things. But I, I think what's most important, what I've done and what I always encourage you and mm-hmm. uh, students and alumni to do is, like, you got to give it a thousand percent, you know, of whatever it is, your energy, your time, your talent, and you can't accept no for an answer. Mm-hmm. Um, so not even no's from yourself, because self-talk is actually a big part of that and why That's people huge. don't succeed. Yeah. So I think I would just encourage um, anyone that wants to be in this industry or really any industry, but definitely in the beauty industry, you have to be so sure about what it is that you want to do that you'll stop at nothing to, to get it. Um, and even when you feel like you're not good enough or you feel you know like you lack the skills or the confidence or the mm-hmm. contacts or whatever it is, then go out and find it. 
Yeah. Uh, because you determine your own destiny. That's great advice, Randy. <laughs> so, <laughs> so where can we find you? Where's your salon located? Can you oh, give us some yeah, information sure. about where can we see your work? Yeah. My work is an artist. <laughs> uh, I only take uh, clients now from referral and just a select group, but... Mm-hmm. Um, my salon is Vinnie and June, so vinnieandjune.com, and of course it's the same on all social platforms, mm-hmm. and then also um, I have my own website, which is brandybyree.com. Awesome. Very cool. Well, I mean, Brandy, thank you so much. This yeah. has been uh, I, I, a roller coaster for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I appreciate you going to that end, like sure. emotionally. It's it's something that uh, you you really do deserve to have like those. Um, you know, I know we don't want to tell you, we want to see you cry, but yeah. you you deserve to have like that emotional impact when you take a look back because uh, there's there are and I've seen them. There are a lot of people that you've affected, and I'm sorry. There you- Here I go again. <laughs> so sorry. Why but do you do that? I don't know. I <laughs> wanted to thank her. Oh yeah. <laughs> Too much champagne in the mimosa. But um, I mean, I'll, I'll but it stop. Is true. But it's true. You... It shows the passion that you have behind your work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. Like, Screw you. Whatever. Uh, but thank you. Yeah, no, thank, no, thanks for coming glad, on the show. I'm glad to share. And uh, thanks uh, to everybody else that is listening. Uh, we, we really appreciate it. This has been a fun journey so far. And uh, we can't wait for the next conversation. Oh, man. <laughs>